It's Thursday, March 5th. I'm Oscar Ramirez in Los Angeles, and I have one more thing to tell you for today. There's tons of interesting stories we come across we can't seem to get onto the main podcast, so we wanted to make an extra post to bring you a little more. And this one's a look into the near future. Robotic exoskeletons might be helping Delta Airlines workers with the heavy lifting. The Sarcos Guardian Exo exoskeleton debuted at CES in January and could be ready for commercial production by the end of the year. It can lift 200 pounds and moves with the wearer. It is a project that has been in the works for 20 years and is ready to become a reality. For more on this story, we speak to Stan Horacek, technology editor at Popular Science. I always love these types of stories, the tiny glimpses into the future. This is actually something that we've been seeing for a lot of time in, in, in science fiction, but it, with technology getting so much better as it has been, robotic exoskeletons are starting to be made. Uh, there's one right now in particular, it's called the Guardian Exoskeleton. It's being made by a company called Sarcos, but it's also being done in collaboration with Delta Airlines. So we might be seeing that very soon on that front. Stan, tell us a little bit about this exoskeleton. We actually got our first chance to see it at CES in January. According to Sarcos, they've been sort of working on this exoskeleton project for 20 years now. And it started as a DARPA project, like a government project, um, because they wanted to help soldiers carry these heavy loads over long distances and then be able to sort of still perform tasks when they got there. So this thing is 20 years in the making, and now it's it's getting close to the point where you can actually step into a full-body exoskeleton, uh, and it'll support your legs, and it'll support your arms. This specific one lets you pick up roughly 200 pounds, um, 100 pounds in each hand, and sort of, sort of manipulate it like it's like a coffee mug or, or anything else. It really kind of makes you into this super strong person. Now, uh, help us describe what it looks like. When I saw the video of this, because there, you know, as you mentioned, it was at CES. It looks like a lighter version of the exosuit that Tom Cruise wears in The Edge of Tomorrow, uh, you know, without all the guns and, and everything and all the metal. You know, it's uh, mostly <laughs> plastic and stuff. But uh, help us describe it a little bit more. Yeah, I, I, it's uh, essentially looks like if you were to, you know, make a, a cosplay of uh, sort of try to <laughs> yeah. make yourself into a robot, you know, like that's kind of what it looks like. It, it doesn't have a head or anything like that, but it, it has these sort of big robotic arms that go over your arms and it has these sort of braces that run down your legs and you actually stand inside of it on platforms. Um, so when you take a step, the suit moves with you. Um, so it, it literally, it, it takes about 30 seconds to put it on from what I understand, at least to put on the whole thing. I got to try the arm part of it and it is pretty amazing. You, you really can like lift up very heavy objects, you know, very easily. Um, but if you really want the full experience, you have to sort of strap in a little bit and the company you know, if they know who they're going to be putting it on, will you know they have to develop it specifically for each company that's using it. These things cost tens of thousands of dollars, um, so they'll sort of tailor it to whoever is going to be wearing it. You have to make sure your exoskeleton fits, which is sort of a weird concern here in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, uh, you mentioned you know each hand can lift up about 100 pounds, so total of 200 pounds. It moves about three miles per hour, which is about average walking speed. And you know if you're working at Delta or something, you know, that's, that's about the appropriate speed you should be going. You did mention you try to, uh, you use the arm version of it. How natural was that motion in picking stuff up? It's pretty amazing. Uh, you know, you don't really think about it. The idea with the exoskeleton, um, is that it sort of takes away this level of 
the of removal that you have from like a remote controlled robot where it it really does feel sort of when you're just moving your arm around normally it kind of feels normal and then when you pick up something it just surprises you i don't know if you've ever like gone to pick up a suitcase that you thought was full and it was it was empty yeah. and you just sort of jerk it up <laughs> you know you get surprised by it um it takes a little bit of getting used to I imagine once you're wearing the full body one, I didn't get to walk in it, that it, it's a it's a very different feeling. You know, they were very clear about this isn't something that you would use to walk for like a small distance. You wouldn't wear it walking around the house, for instance, because it weighs hundreds of pounds. Um, but they use they have like 150 sensors inside the suit itself. And it's using this really complicated algorithm to sort of guide these motors. They're electric motors that move the parts so that when you move, it moves with you in a really natural way. Um, and, you know, as it gets smaller and smaller, you know, they hope to, you know, miniaturize these because not every job needs to lift 100 pounds with each hand. You know, so they, they're they talking about making these smaller um, for everyday uses, you know, maybe just you know, throwing your kid around or just getting around in general, if you need help with mobility. You're talking a little bit about how they've been working on this for about 20 years now. And when it started, you know, it was hydraulic, it was big, bulky equipment and used a lot of power. Now it's all electric, uses, you know, a fraction of the power that it used to use. They're trying them out already right now in the first quarter of the year, but they're saying that they, if everything goes well, they could start getting into commercial production in the fourth quarter of the year. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah, they said that they have about 20 partners, is my understanding, um, that they're sort of testing it out with. And, you know, this idea of the exoskeleton, it isn't a wholly new thing. There's a lot of companies that have been trying this on on some level. Like there's a company called Suit X um, that makes these exoskeletons. But a lot of those are generally companies that build specific parts of the body. Like they'll build a vest. If you know somebody's going to be working a lot with their arms and shoulders, you know, they'll build a vest that helps. Or if somebody needs like help with mobility, Samsung has a has a prototype robot that they've been showing off that is an exoskeleton you wear from the waist down and it helps you move around. Um, so this is sort of one of the first opportunities we're getting to see a company that is taking all of this miniaturized technology, these more efficient batteries, these more powerful tiny motors and um, you know, just this overall ability to monitor how these things work together and sort of mashing that up into one real suit. Because the ultimate goal here, you know, as much as I, I try to avoid talking too much about science fiction when I write about gadgets, the goal here is Iron Man. You know, even right. the, the president <laughs> of Sarcos mentioned how he'd, he'd, he'd like, he's like, we'd love to have an arc reactor and, you know, all of Tony Stark tech, um, you know, and that's, we're gradually working towards that. But, you know, this is sort of the, the Sarcos XO robot is sort of the culmination of, of a lot of progress that we've been seeing over a long period of time. And that's why I love these stories and, and these new updates when you see them, because, yeah, it is a look towards the future always. And obviously, we're going through a lot of changes on uh, production lines and in a lot of companies, you know, you see things at Walmart, let's say robots moving in. And this still kind of provides workers the ability to not overexert their bodies and still have that dexterity and that kind of wherewithal of actually being a human in the workplace rather than everything being automated completely. So I, I love this stuff. It's always pretty cool. And, you know, I, I would love oh, me to, too, man. I would love to see one of these. I love the idea that humans have something to offer beyond what like a, a meticulously programmed robot can offer, you know, something where you can say like put a human in a situation where they can really look at something in real life. They can evaluate it. They can pick it up. They can use human skills 
um, that are, you know, robots haven't matched yet. And we can really mix those two things together. There's a really romantic idea about that for me, but there's also, you know, really just acknowledging the fact that humans still can do stuff that robots cannot. Um, and that's why I love this. I love us using robotic technology to sort of augment human skill and labor rather than replace it. Stan Horacek, technology editor at Popular Science. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for having me, man. I'll be back next time and slightly more robotic. <laughs> there we go. Thank you. Join us on social media at Daily Dive Pod on both Twitter and Instagram. Leave us a comment, give us a rating, and tell us the stories that you're interested in. Follow us on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this was one more thing from the Daily Dive.